This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagestilianos. As a teaching pastor for almost 30 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. In day one of Pastor Ray's two-day teaching on Life Lessons from the Lion's Den, this heroic tale seems little more than an entertaining story of a most courageous, faith-filled character named Daniel. Of course, the spiritual qualities in Daniel made him the great man of God that he was. Excellence in spirit in all he set out to do, faithfulness and loyalty to God and his fellow man, a man of prayer and worship, and no matter what the cost, a man who would not compromise. But in our second day of study, Pastor really shows the strength of Daniel's character, bringing it all together for his listeners and coming to the realization that even if you are as morally strong as Daniel, even when you are doing everything right, things can still go wrong. Now, here's Pastor to tell you how, even in today's world, we can all be more like Daniel. Now the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting and no musicians were brought before him and his sleep went from him. In other words, he had a really rough night. And he's hoping in his own way that God is going to deliver Daniel from this peril. Then the king rose very early in the morning and he went in haste to the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried out with a lamenting voice to Daniel like, oh, Daniel, lamenting within his heart, hoping that he's going to hear something back. So he cried out with a lamenting voice to Daniel. The king spoke saying, Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continually been able to, been able, been able, been, come on, my God is able, been able to deliver you from the lions? Now I want to tell you something about this whole affair of when they throw somebody in the lion's den, if you know anything about it, what they would do is they would take the lions and keep them in their cages and they wouldn't feed them for a week or two and get them really hungry. I mean, these guys, these suckers were hungry. I mean, the, if a fly went by, they would go for it because they were so stinking hungry. So these were some hungry lions and Daniel gets thrown into this den. But listen to, listen to what Daniel says. And Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. A voice comes back from out of the, the lion's pit, the lion's den. And this is what Daniel says. He says, my God sent his angels and shut the mouths of the lion so that they have not hurt me because I was found innocent before him. And also, O king, I've done no wrong before you. So, so Daniel gets thrown into the lion's den. And the minute he goes in, you've got hungry lions. You got a bunch of them. The angel comes down and says, hold it, boys. Don't touch him. Be still. I mean, their stomachs are growling. But the angel of the Lord just stopped these lions from pouncing on Daniel and swallowing him up. Because you see, I, I think the message goes like this. Listen, guys, I got a better meal coming for you in just a few minutes. So Daniel yells out and says, my God sent his angel, shut the mouths of the lion. They couldn't, they couldn't, snap, they couldn't, couldn't touch him. 
So they have not hurt me because I was found innocent. I was found innocent before him, before God. That's why we've got to stay innocent before God. That's why we have to stay innocent before people. That's what brings the anointing of God on our life. That's what brings the protection of God on our life. That's when we can stand strong. If our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence with God. Come on, somebody in this house. We have confidence with God. Now the king was exceedingly glad for him and commanded that they should take up Daniel out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no injury whatever was found on him because he believed in his God. Because he believed in his God. Because he held faith. Because he held to his principles concerning his walk with God and his relationship with God. In other words, he put his life on the line and God saved him. God kept him and protected him because he put God first and he wouldn't bow down. So now listen, the story gets better. At this juncture, Daniel now has great, absolute deliverance. He's delivered from the lion's den. So this is one of the things that he, that he had. He had a great deliverance. So now the king is exceedingly glad and he, they lift Daniel out of the lion's den. Now listen, verse 24 and the king gave the command, and they brought those men who had accused Daniel, and they cast them into the den of lions, them, their children, and their wives. Let me tell you what, when you get into sin, you bring your whole family into it. Let me say that again, because I don't think some of you got it. When you get into sin, you bring your whole family into it. You bring trouble upon your wife. You bring trouble upon your children. You can't, don't, don't think you just get away with it alone, man. You're all connected together and trouble comes upon the whole household. Them, their children and their wives. Now listen, and the lions overpowered them. Now listen, and broke all their bones in pieces before they ever came to the bottom of the den. Let me tell you what, those were some hungry lions, man. They hadn't eaten for two weeks and they had to bypass, had to pass up on the meal they could have made to Daniel. They weren't going to let this one slip. And there were no angel to hold back these lions, threw them in. And before they even hit the, the floor, the lion's mouths were open and just swallowed them up and snapped up their bones and destroyed all of them because of the plotting and the planning against Daniel. God had a different idea. Let me tell you what. They, they planned a trap for Daniel, but they fell into the, to the trap that they had planned for him themselves. They fell in to the snafu, they were, they were hooked by the hook that they set for Daniel. That teaches me something. That teaches me something. You, you can't try to set a trap for somebody else and think that you're, you're going to get away with it. Let me give you a verse. I've got a verse in here. Let me find it. This is found in, this is found in, in Psalms. Psalms 35, 7, 8 says, For without cause they have hidden their net for me in a pit, when they have dug, which they have dug without cause for my life. They dug a pit and put a net to try to trap. Let destruction come upon him unexpectedly, and let this net that he has hidden catch himself into the very destruction let them, that they may fall. So we set traps for somebody else. We're going to fall into those traps ourselves. You can't live that way. You can't do that. These guys 
thought they were going to get away with this, but, but the very thing that they set for Daniel actually caught them. So before they even hit the bottom of the den, the lions just swallow him up, snap him up. Now, so, so now another great thing that Daniel has is a great vindication. Not only does he have great deliverance, not only did God deliver him from the lion's den, but now he gave him a great vindication by destroying those who were trying to destroy him. You don't mess with the people of God. I said, you don't mess with the people of God. You don't mess with God's anointed. You don't, see, you're all anointed by God. People come against you, they don't realize that you're coming against God himself because you are protected. You walk with a protection. You walk with a godly, divine protection upon your life. Come on, you have angels that are guarding you, angels that are watching over you. So now it goes down to verse 28 and it says, So this Daniel prospered in the reign of Darius and in the reign of Cyrus the Persian. So now not only did he have a great, uh, a great deliverance and a great vindication, but now he had a great reward. God prospered him because of his faith and because he held true to the living God and he would not bow down to any other idol. He wouldn't be prevented from bowing down to God. Can I get a better amen than that? So let me give you a couple of verses here that I think go and fit beautifully here. Um, Psalm, no, let me get it. Let me go, let me go. Here we go. Psalm 138, 7 and 8 says this, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. You will stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand will save me. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. Isaiah 43, 2 says, when you pass through the waters. In other words, sometimes you're going to have to go through. So Daniel had to go through something, but God went with him every step of the way. And even though there were evil plots and plans set against him, God had a greater plan for his life. And God was not going to let man, any human, any demon from hell, any device or plan of the devil thwart the plan of God, the destiny of God for Daniel, nor will he do it for you or me. We've got a destiny. We've got a purpose. We've got a plan. And God will see to it if we hold fast our faith and our trust and our confession in the living God. He will get us to the end unscathed by the tricks, the schemes, the plans, and the plots of the devil. I'm preaching better than you're saying amen right now. So he says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Sometimes you're going to go through deep waters. It's going to be so deep, it's going to come right up to the edge of your nostril. You're going to feel like you're going to drown. You're going to feel like Daniel in the lion's den, looking at those lions breathing hot air in your face. But you've got to be convinced and confident of this one thing, that God, by his power, is protecting you, watching you, bolstering you up. You're not going to go under. You're not going to go down. You will not be overcome because God's hand of protection is upon you just like it was on Daniel. When you pass, notice you pass through the waters, I will be with you every step of the way. God, when you find yourself in a difficult situation, when you find yourself in a place that is very uncomfortable, when you find yourself in a place where you're confused, mixed up, you just need to look up to heaven and say, I know that you are with me. I trust you every step of the way. You'll walk me right out of this flood. You'll walk me right out of this fire. You'll walk me right out of this destruction, this pit of destruction, because you love me. 
When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. And when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned, nor shall the flame even scorch you. In other words, you're going to come out of the fire. How many remember the story of Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego? What happened? Oh, my gosh. What happened is three people were thrown into the fire. They made the fire really hot. And they threw the three because they wouldn't bow down to the king's idol. And the king looks in. They look and they say, wait a minute. We threw three men in the fire. We see a fourth one that looks like the son of man walking with them in the fire. And they pulled them out of the fire and they didn't even have a scorch on them because God was with them. Jesus was with them. And Jesus will be with you because he loves you and he'll protect you. So he says, when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame even scorch you. You're not even going to see the scorch marks on your clothes. You will not be burned. You're not even going to have a singe on your body because God will protect you just like he protected Daniel in the lion's den. But you've got to be faithful. You can't bow down to this world and this world system. In this day and age and hour that we live, we're being presented with all kinds of ungodly things. We have to be politically correct or otherwise we can get stoned. I refuse. I'm not going to be politically correct. I want to be scripturally correct, God correct, word correct. I honor my God before I honor anybody in this world. I I said this some years ago. You you, you may have been here when I said it, but some years ago when they finally passed the gay marriage thing, I said, let me tell you something. I preached about it. I said, let me tell you something. I don't hate anybody. I love everybody. But I know that this is against God's rules, God's laws, God's word. And I'll tell you, I said this, I made this statement. I said, I will never marry two women or two men, even if it means that I have to go to jail one day. I won't do it. I will not do it. Why? Because I hate people? No, because I love God more. And because I know there's an answer that I want to bring God to you. I want to bring the Lord to you because that will change your life. Any man be in Christ, he is a brand new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. God can rework your life. God can do a redo in your life. I'm not going to be politically correct. I know that I know that I know that abortion is wrong. I can never tell somebody to go have an abortion. I'm not going to condemn somebody. I'm going to love on them, but say, look, that's wrong, man. That is wrong by the word of God. It's wrong. It's killing. It's taking a life. How many innocent children have been taken? But we've got to be politically correct. We can't, and churches are falling for this. There's a church right here in our community. You drive by it. They have a big gay flag flying right out in front of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Where the word condemns this, the word says that this kind of, now you see, this is not politically correct. And there are a lot of pastors that won't talk about it. But brother, sister, let me tell you what, we need the boldness of Daniel. We need the boldness of Daniel back in the church, back in the house of God. I'm not going to back off, back down. I'm not going to become mealy mouth about it. I'm going to call right, right and wrong, wrong. That's right. I'm going to lift up the standard of God. 
and, and, and listen, there'll be people that won't like it. There will be people that will resist. There'll be people that'll say all kinds of things, call you names. But I don't really care what you call me because what I care about is what God calls me. I want to be a son of the living God. I want to be a child of the Lord. God's got a better way, and I want to teach you the better way. I want to share with you the love of Jesus Christ. I want to share with you the life-changing message. You can't do life like you've always been doing it. You're not getting anywhere. Look at it. Where are you? God's got a better way. God's got a life that can be fulfilling, joyful, happy, that brings peace to your life. But this is not political. See, Daniel had boldness and courage to stand up and say, I don't care what the law of the land says. I don't care what the king decrees. I'm going to stand for, for, for what's right. I'm going to stand for my living God and for the word. Come on, somebody in this house. I'm going to do what's right. I'm going to do what pleases God and not pleases me. Now, there are a lot of Christians that are slipping away like this. Boldness, boldness is an all-time low, man. I don't see boldness in the church. Because if you were bold, you would get up on your feet, man. You, you'd, you'd be angry about some of these things. You'd go to the poll, you'd go to the, the voting booth and be angry and say, I'm, I'm, I'm not supporting anybody supporting this kind of stuff. I don't care what side of the party the aisle you are. What, I don't really give a hoot about a party. I'm looking for conviction. I'm looking for truth. I'm looking for people who fear God and, and fear his word and, 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 and want to live his word and, 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 and want righteousness and holiness and the things of God. And if we're not careful, I'm going to tell you what, church, if we don't get that boldness back into that boldness of Daniel, you see, we, we can't be afraid. We can't be afraid. We can't be afraid because God is with us. Daniel was not afraid. He, he refused to be afraid. He refused to let fear grip him. He refused to bow down. He just refused to back up from the law of his God. And that's what we need back in the church. We need believers who are not afraid to stand up for what's right and to call sin, sin, and to call wrong, wrong to call unrighteousness unrighteous. That's what we need back in the church. Bold believers who will stand on the word despite what the government is telling you, what the news means. I'll tell you what, you do a whole lot better if you shut down the news and get into the good news and put your focus on the word. Start studying this Bible again. See, there are a lot of Christians that are mixed up. I'm not mixed up. I don't know, you know, they're weakening. I don't know, you know, you don't want to offend anybody. Let me tell you what, the Bible is going to offend people. As a matter of fact, Jesus is called the rock of offense. Some are going to fall and be saved upon the rock, and some are going to fall and are going to be offended. Some will fall upon this rock. Their lives will be shattered the way they knew it, and Jesus will build up a brand new life. Step by step, word by word, little by little, your life will be put back together in a way that you've never experienced it before. Others will fall and just will just be offended and run away and say, this is all crazy stuff. I want a, you know, I want a social gospel. I, in other words, what you're saying is you want a gospel that fits the society and what the society is set. Let me tell you what. The society does not set the standard of godliness. 
The society does not set the standards of God. God sets his own standards. And we, the society, or we, the people, need to adjust our lives according to the word of God. That's how it works. That's what pleases God. That's what gives you life. But we need that bold spirit back in the church. And you see, the bottom line to it is, and I really believe this based upon this story and other stories of the Bible, that you'll be bold and, and you just be bold for God and you live and you, you just do the word. So that's the problem. We just don't have enough bold Christians that are just really standing up. And, and, and you see, the bottom line is that God is going to protect you. God is going to vindicate you. God, and, and the ultimate is that God's going to reward you just like Daniel got rewarded. He, was, he prospered and he abound in, 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 in all, of, all the material things he could ever want because he honored God and he refused to bow down to the dictates and the decree of the king. Just like I'm not bowing down. I don't care what they come up with. I don't care what the society says, what the government says, society says. I don't really care. If it doesn't line up with the word of God, I ain't doing it. So I saw him never... Never get me to do it. And there's talk. You know, I'm going to tell you what, if you don't start to lift your voice in these matters, let your voice be known at the ballot, at the voting booth and, and, and letting your congressman and there's, I heard, I'm not hundred percent focused on this or sure of this, but I heard that in California that they were trying to make it illegal for a pastor to refuse to marry same sex couples. So put me in jail, put me in jail. <laughs> I'm not going to bow down to this government and to the dictates, to things that offend, offend my God. I won't do it. And neither should you. But if we're not careful, we're going to lose our religious liberties. And we're going to be put in situations like this because there is ungodliness in this world that's trying so hard to infiltrate the church and the things of God. And God. I'm telling you, there is a force at work Little by little, just chipping away, chipping away. Do not, be de- do not be delusional about it. It's the truth. And if we do not awaken and we do not let our voices, first of all, we pray, 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 pray. Secondly, work on our lives that we would, we would be like Daniel, have an excellent spirit within us, that they can't find fault in us. And then make our voices known. I'm telling you. If, we're, if we just, we're going to be lulled to sleep and a lot of our religious liberties are going to go out the door because there could come a time when they could force that on the church. Say, you can't do that. It's discrimination. They're using discrimination laws in the most crazy ways. That's not what discrimination laws were created for. But they're using them and twisting them to say something that they, they weren't intended to say. So we've got to be very, very careful and very, very mindful of this kind of stuff. Daniel faced it in his day, and we're facing it in our day. But we must continue to be bold. We must continue to be faithful. We must continue on trusting and serving God, knowing that God is going to get us through the trials, the tests, whatever it be, we're going to get through. And the, other, the good part of it is that we're coming through the other side better than the way we went in. Come on, somebody give me a better amen. Tune in again Monday afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.